Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com. This is May 10th, 2021. This is our post-Raw review. We got Denise Salcedo here with us. And you know what? If you if you wanted lots of Denise Salcedo, you're in luck. We've got a Denise Salcedo loaded weekend. It's Salcedo mania. Salcedo-versary, maybe. I don't know. Uh, we got Saturday, Denise, all by herself, just sitting here in the rain with a little flower in her hand, like, hello, I'm, I'm here covering impact wrestling under siege. That's Denise this Saturday. I'm sure it'll be a great show, but then Sunday, the big, the big stars come out. Sean Ross app, Denise Salcedo for WrestleMania backlash. And then Monday, Denise, you know what that is? No, that is the debut, the red carpet of my Denise Salcedo documentary that airs at the start of Monday Night Raw just just minutes before your birthday. It's going to air right as our show goes on the air. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, Sean. The, the Denise Salcedo oh, documentary is happening. I don't even know how to react to this. How we'll am cry. I supposed to react? Hold the, hold the phone here. What kind of documentary are we talking here? Are we talking life-threatening, life-ruining, embarrassment? Yeah. Definitely, definitely embarrassing. Why? It, it, Why do set... I have to have a documentary? You know, usually for people's birthday, you say, happy birthday. I hope all your wishes <sighs> come true. Here's a damn piece of cake. Here's a present. Why a documentary? What did I do, Sean? What did I do all these years? but be a kind and wonderful and thoughtful friend. You did a lot. I've documented it all. The documentary, Denise Salcedo's birthday, Monday, May 17th, at the beginning of the Monday Night Raw post-show. Dark side of Denise. No Ooh, boy. Hey, God. Hey, I should come. I'm going to come all dressed up then if it's a red carpet premiere, man. I, you know what? I will. I'm wearing suits on all our pay-per-view post shows now. So, or at least blazers. So I you don't know what? all that. 
Oh my God, Denise. Guys, please leave a thumbs up. I can't tell you how important that is to our show. I know a lot of you are like, eh, what does that do? It does an awful lot. It lets YouTube know that you care about what we're doing. And so do Super Chats. Well, that specifically lets us know you care about what we're doing. So uh, please check that out. FightfulSelect.com. I broke a pretty big story last week, Denise. Daniel Bryan's contract is up. Yeah, I was very thankful for you for that, actually. Yeah, what are we what are we here to do? I yeah. mean, you know. You know, it was funny too, because I was starting a new job that day and I was like, damn, this is a slow news week. And then you nah. came out here with this story, and I was like, Thank God for Sean Ross Sapp at this moment. He gave you know what? I'm gonna talk about. I'm I'm gonna peel back the curtain. I felt <laughs> really egotistical this weekend. We have our weekend guy, Gisberto. He does a great job, but he was a little under the weather, and I said, Don't worry, Gisberto. It's going to be a slow news weekend because I'm not breaking any news Saturday and Sunday. For you, buddy. What For a you. nice fella. What but a nice you know fella. what? Today, I broke news of when the next NXT TakeOver is. I uh, kind of, I, I wouldn't say I broke it. The story was out there. Mia Yim was set for SmackDown. But I revealed what she was supposed to be doing on SmackDown before they canceled it and what happened. And you know, FightfulSelect.com. We got exclusive wrestling news every day. We got a new podcast every day that's what we're doing but get those super chats in guys we've got wwe to talk about ricardo holt says a and e got nothing on srs i'm gonna have bubba the love sponge on the documentary talking about you about me damn you know what i'm pretty sure you can find a couple of people to talk shit about me yeah i I probably it's really not that hard Daniel R. says, you guys are great. I'm graduating college this week. Congratulations. Uh, Farther than I ever got, my friend. Uh, Let's go ahead and talk about this Eva Marie thing. Because Eva Marie was on Raw. And her gimmick is like inspirational quote lady this week. And she looks like a million bucks. She looks great. She looks like a star. Uh, MC Carvalho says, Bailey versus Eva Marie, Battle of the Role Models. Their first match was good. But seriously, what I got from the promo is she's going to manage. That's what I was tentatively hearing, Denise. I heard that they weren't necessarily planning for heavy in-ring, but I also heard she's been at the Performance Center training. So what, what does that say? Like, what? It's, it's hard to tell anymore. Well, actually, I was curious to know if they were going to be how they were going to be bringing her in, because I think with the first promo, we were expecting her to come off as like this heel, you know, the very high and mighty. I'm hot and all that. So I'm going to, you know, everybody's going to hate me type of person. But with the second promo, the second video that they played today with all the inspirational quotes and all of that, it kind of got a different vibe. So it's almost like, well, I'm curious as to what direction they're going to go with her on all of this. And I mean, to be honest, as of right now, I, I don't know how much interest I have, but it's fine. I'm just curious to know. I, I think everybody kind of felt that this was going to be predictable. Maybe it won't be. Kinjiro says, a single tear escapes Johnny Ace's eye as he watches the evolution vignettes. People power, he whispers, happier in this moment than he ever has. I, I want to do bring up a point. That Bailey versus Eva Marie match was very good. It was... It was. It had a lot of hype behind it, Denise. Do you remember that match for the NXT? I don't, I don't even remember. Oh boy, that match! I was so starving to watch that match because it was peak like Eva Marie bad heat, like the thing they pretend that X Pac had twenty years ago. Eva Marie really had. She was not good, and they were pushing her, and it looked like oh my god, she might beat Bailey for the NXT title. 
I watched that on an Instagram stream at the tapings. I was like, oh my God, are they going to put her over? Are they going to put her over? And they didn't. And it was a good match. But um, Seamus is on Raw Talk, says, with my dig, is Adnan getting the Adamly treatment? Adnan Virk is really bad, Denise. Whoa, what a spectacular move. <laughs> that was my favorite Ev- line of the day. Actually made me laugh really hard. Every move. Oh, oh, oh. Oh my god. Spectacular. And I I said, who taught him to do that? And people were like, oh well, it was Vic Joseph. Oh, it was uh Beth Phoenix. Like I, I got a lot of tweets about that. Like, like, and I was like, no, they're taught how to do that. They are all taught how to do that. Like, if, if you're singling out Beth Phoenix, she's just a product of of the landscape. There is no third person in that booth that can really offer a lot there, Denise. They're just, they're there to make noise. Well, the thing is too, that one of, you know, one of the people that does the reactions and the very big, you know, uh, making things feel bigger than they are really is Mauro. He's the one that it just came across as very organic. So I almost feel like they're trying to replicate that in terms of like being super excited and being super hyped. But if it's not natural, it doesn't come across the same way because when you're naturally reacting to something, obviously it's going to come across as like, oh, this guy's legit having a good time, legit excited. Because I could even sense that with Pat McAfee over on SmackDown. Obviously, you know, he's being fed things here and there or whatever, right? But you can genuinely tell there are certain moments where he's legit excited. Like I think the first time he called a 619, he like marked out over it. And, And that to me felt genuine. So you can tell when even if you're being told, hey, this is what you got to get across, make sure you say this, you can at least tell when it's when it really is genuine and when it's not. Kinshiro trying to add a little English here. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that. But Jojo says, I gave Adnan a chance, but he's bad. I've heard enough of his commentary. Bring back Tom or Nigel. They're way better. I got to agree with Jojo here. I don't know what's up with WWE's weird hate boner over Tom Phillips. But the poor guy, when he is left to his own devices, I think he's very good. But they never leave him to his own devices. And he is a WWE voice, but he's better than Adnan Verk. Yeah, I think so too. And I just don't understand. To me, it just kind of feels like, it feels like a bad idea from the start. To br- Here's the thing. Let's say they were to bring Adnan Verk on and let's just say that he was a genuine WWE fan had been I know he's you know a fan or whatever but genuinely following the product okay that would at least make a world of a difference but it's known that he wasn't necessarily following the product consistently that's so for me it's like at least bring somebody in that's not as you know at a certain level that they may want you to be at but at least be a fan of the product so that you don't have to be like saying what a spectacular move when you don't know the move I'm, I'm completely with you. Brandon Charles Powell says, ready to see Adnan pop over the devastating roll-up. Oh, my God. He did that today with a drop kick. I forgot what he said, but it was like, oh, the drop I, I, kick or something I bet it like was that. something like, whoa. <laughs> Jamie, the drop kick. Jamie Miles says, Grave Saxon called the match and Vert makes noises. It's these, like, involuntary spasms that he has. It's like, it's like the first time somebody's been to the chiropractor. Is, is his commentary. It's so unusual. Uh, Ed Cole says, in celebration of William Regal's birthday, can we please get the best war games impressions from you two? Can, can we get you to say it, Denise? You go first. War games! 
Oh, that's terrible. That is. <laughs> um, let me see. Hold on. Hold on. War games. That was way better. That was way better. Yeah. But he halfway whispered it. Tay Boogie well, says. I put all my man voice that I can possibly <laughs> accumulate out there. You know, that's as manly as my roar is going to get, Sean. Okay. Tay Boogie says, chose to watch Russell Westbrook break the triple-double record over Raw. You know what, buddy? I tune in at 925. I was getting my cardio in at 8 p.m. Talking to a wrestler on the phone about about some stuffs for about an hour before Raw. And then I was like, ah, I got to go cover this show. And I caught up. I caught up by like 925 or 1025, Denise. It was sad. Yeah, so today... My fiance was watching with me, right? He sat for less than an hour and then he said, All right, I'm out. And I was like, You're not going to finish watching the show. And he looks at me and he goes, I don't get paid for this. Yeah. And, yeah, <laughs> he laughed. and I was just there, like, All right, cool. Thanks, bro. Ricardo Holt says, Decided to cheat on my no raw diet. Tuned in for the last hour. Saw Asuka got pinned to shut it back off. I regret it. I need help. Diet three- is supposed to be hard. That doesn't seem like a hard thing to do. No, it doesn't. No it doesn't. Diet. I did feel guilty when I started to watch Raw like late. Like I felt because you I haven't you gonna do it. I know. And I felt like I felt like after covering this for eleven years in a row, every Raw I've watched as it happens, and I, I just felt bad for it. I don't know. I felt like almost guilty, but no. You know what no. I felt? You know what I felt today? Because, well, I know we haven't gotten into the actual show, but for a second I started thinking, man, I feel like I have no positive thoughts yet. I'm just going to have to switch on over to Alex Pawlowski's show and freaking start doing his show at this point. People ask for like a a team up with you and Alex all the time. So maybe we can make that happen. We did it. That was fun. Too bad Jeremy had to ruin that. (laughs) August 3 says, it's Monday night. Who cares? Because that's all this show is. Is this good? Will we be rewarded for watching a week prior? Who cares? There was one thing that I thought rewarded viewers. One thing I took from this show that I really liked, and we'll talk about it in a bit. Nerd Guru says- One thing is, Sean. That's sad. I I don't even know what that one thing is. It was Cedric and Shelton. I liked it. Oh. Nerd Guru says, missed Raw tonight due to a family engagement, but I presume I could have watched the last three weeks again and could have missed uh, or wouldn't have missed a thing. Fightful rules. Uh, you're right, buddy, and we appreciate you, but please keep uh, sending in those super chats. Please do. The Nerd Guru says, uh, the SmackDown NXT took over with McAfee and Tom on commentary. It was fantastic. Adam Cole has beaten Daniel Bryan. It was such a great call. Yep. Yep. Um, that everything on that show is, is so much easier, but let's get into this show. Ken Shiro says those six women didn't seem perturbed by the spooky demons child disappearing act. What the hell, Denise Aaron H says, I noped out of there when Alexa and Lily showed up. Glad to give you all my money instead of WWE. Hey buddy. We appreciate it. I can't tell you how much. That way, when Denise asks for another raise, we'll be able to justify it. But Asuka gets the win in the six-woman tag. This is a whatever match. It exists. It happens. Sure. But it's the WWE thing. After this, immediately, Charlotte boots her in the face. I... I think that the whole Alexa Bliss thing was supposed to be a much bigger feel like it was supposed to make much more of an impact 
And I kind of feel like it completely fell flat. Like she came out and I I know we're all supposed to be like, whoa, like how'd the swing set get there? And, and oh, that's, you know, whatever. Right. I feel like there wasn't really anything for me to say, oh, okay, this was different. It was the exact same thing we've been seeing her do, but just this time out on the stage. So I don't know if it was, to me, it feels like it was supposed to feel grander and it just didn't. And all the women were just more like WTF. And then again, when you do these types of like, uh, you know, interruptions during these matches, it just lessens the match even more so. When they piped in those laughs from Lily, I was like, this is embarrassing. I didn't even notice that. Oh, they played them over the speakers, Denise. The Lily, like they had Alexa laughing and Lily laughing. Oh, okay. Oh, it was so bad. It was so, so bad. Um, there, I have no notes about this match. All my notes were about how bad Adnan Verk was on commentary and that was it. So what happens is we go backstage and Adam Pierce is like, Hey, Oscar, you're facing Rhea tonight. And I'm like, Pierce, what are you, what are you doing, bud? Oscar just got kicked in the face. She just won a match. Also their matches have sucked. And also, I'll tell you something I don't like. I don't like Rhea Ripley even questioning. Why? 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 Who cares? She should go, all right, Chief, I'm going to beat her ass. And then go beat her ass. She was doing the same thing last week when Sonya Deville, when Sonya added the whole Charlotte edition and she was like, why? She didn't earn it. Why? She didn't earn it. It's like her thing now, which is completely opposite. I don't know. Whatever. I know we all should be like, oh, she should be like looking forward to kicking somebody's butt or whatever. Yeah. That's not, that hasn't been the case there. But uh, that's one of the major things that was kind of unfortunate about today's Raw is that Ascaria. Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, the two main Raw brand matches for WrestleMania were literally the matches today on the go-home show for WrestleMania Backlash. And that, for me, like, dude, if you would have told me this prior to WrestleMania at WrestleMania, and I get it, I know it happens, or I know we get a lot of repeats, but I wouldn't even have believed you that we would have been seeing these matches to essentially then see both of these both of these programs end up in a triple threat program at WrestleMania Backlash. And I don't know, that's just how I felt about that. We have some uh, more Super Chats about that tag match. JoJo says, why does Shayna keep taking pinfalls? Brandon Charles Powell says, of course, Shayna has to eat another pin. Jeez Louise. I promise WWE there is more upside in whatever you can get out of Shayna Baszler than whatever you think you're about to do with Nia Jax. I don't understand it, Denise. This woman has been tag team champions like the entire year and has been pinned like 10 times. She's had a better booking than Asuka when she was champion, than Rhea Ripley now as champion. She's had more storyline than Bianca Belair as champion. Oh man, it's it's bad. It's it's real bad. Uh, we got uh, Ryan Martin saying pretty decent show tonight. I love Cedric and Shelton. Thought Rhea and Oscar was good too. When do we see Keith Lee return? I have no update on Keith Lee. He's trying to get cleared, but he's not cleared. I thought that Rhea and Oscar was a a leap over their last matches. Now that's not saying a lot because their last two matches were bad. This one I thought was good. I just don't think that Charlotte needed to be the story of it. And quite frankly, Denise, I don't think the match needed to happen at all. 
WWE's got this weird fetish of pinning people right before they're about to compete for a title match. And they did that here. The match I thought was really good. Um, the, the riptide was great, but Asuka got 50-50 to the most extreme degree tonight. Well, it makes you question to yourself heading into this WrestleMania backlash match. How much of there do you even how much of a percentage of you even believes that there's a chance that Asuka is going to come out winning or that she has a chance of actually winning? There's really nothing, especially with her losing tonight in that way. It's kind of like, well, if you're an Asuka fan or if you thought, hey, there might be a toss up. See, for me, if you're going to do a triple threat match, you got to make me believe that at least every single person in that match has a very large possible opportunity of actually walking out as champion or at least a decent sized opportunity. I want to feel like, you know what? Fool me a little bit. Fool me. Make yeah. me think that there's a chance Asuka might be champion. For me, I don't think there's any chance that I would expect her to be champion. And I get all of that. We know she's not going to be champion, but at least fool me just a little bit. The match itself, I think given the fact that I already went into this preconceived notion of, hey, I don't like what I see with Asuka and Rhea Ripley in the ring together. Unfortunately, that affected me while I was watching this match where I was really just looking for the flaws or for the moments or just really focused honing in on the things that I didn't like versus the things I could have liked. So I saw this match in a completely different lens, which makes it very unfortunate because Again, if more time had passed by and I hadn't seen this match in a while, then I would say, hey, I'm going to give it a fair shot. But unfortunately, because this is something we've been seeing and it hasn't been good, I wasn't interested. Yeah. Um, the, the distractions just off the chart. There were multiple in this match. They had them in the opening match with Alexa. Uh, they You had them in Miz or John Morrison and Damian Priest. You would have them with with the main event as well. It's just like, we get it. Come up with new stuff. Think of something else. And not only that, the women's picture almost practically mirrors the, the men's with the triple threat too. It's like, it, there's too much similarity. I was even thinking they were going to book the Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre match the exact same way. And yeah, they, you know, we'll get to that later. And there was, you know, some similarities, some differences, but it's like, you can't be doing the exact same thing and mirroring it for the men and for the women. Daniel says, I hope Charlotte wins Sunday. Best heel. I mean, if she pins Charlotte, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Uh, by the way, guys, this Thursday, I will be on with Jennifer Louise. You can see her on Copaholic and Inside the Ropes. So uh, we'll, we'll be here Thursday afternoon. Make sure you check that out. But tomorrow night, Tuesday night, 10, 10 p.m. Eastern, Alex Pawlowski's Sour Graps. Alex has a great one-man show reviewing NXT immediately after the show. Make sure you guys check it out. Ricardo Holt says WWE's booking style gets in the way of this match. Yeah, I mean, it gets in the way of a lot of things. MC Carvalho says, cringe when Nia dropped Mandy and didn't even bother asking if she's okay. She's very bad. It's embarrassing. Is there a plan for Eva? There is a tentative plan for Eva. As far as her not checking and Nia not checking on Mandy, on TV, I'm like, that's all right. I mean, the ref's there to check on her and make sure she's all right, which we're about to talk about, unfortunately. Um, Nerd Guru says, Rhea is a puppet, I just feel like, not the badass she should be. Becky was never treated as dumb or scared like to do that with Rhea, please. Becky was treated bad at one point. Becky was treated really bad at one point. It's easy to look back at SummerSlam 2018 on, uh, or 2007, whenever the hell it was, on, 
but that you all might forget the, the night after she did that attack on Charlotte, she came out and did the all you people promo and it was the same old shit until they changed it up. Bob Harris says the fiend and bliss, two great workers sad. It's two people we've seen make the best out of every single thing they can possibly get. And they keep getting fed crap, Denise. It is sad to see. Yeah, it really is. And I just, I think that there's a cool way to incorporate the Alexa Bliss character into the women's division. I just, I'm not seeing it right now. And if they were to do it in a fun, cool way, that doesn't make me feel like I'm 10 years old. Then, you know, I'd be all here for it. Oh, some unfortunate stuff. Uh, Humberto Carrillo faces Seamus. Now, it took eight minutes from the time Seamus's music hit before he cut his promo. Why do they keep doing this? Like, they just got to camp out out there. It's so weird. And I've noticed that for quite a bit of stuff. And I actually noticed it. Oh, when did I? I think I noticed it like, also for the uh, heading into the main event or something else during Yes, it was, it was. Was it the that. main event? Yeah. I noticed it because I used the last two commercial breaks on every Raw to do my makeup for the podcast. And that's when I'm like, oh, cool. I got a commercial break. And I noticed that. I was like, wait, I've been gone for a while. What's happening here? Uh, uh, well, Humberto is, is, he's answering the challenge, but Seamus calls all the people that did the open challenges, has been, says he wants to carve his new path, whatever. Cool. The match gets started. It's pretty good. It's, it's the best Humberto I've seen. And it's the only one I've seen on raw for a long time. And unfortunately he does a sunset flip power bomb to the outside. And it was, it didn't look good from, from the jump. It looked bad. And Seamus landed on Humberto's knee. And Humberto looks square at the camera and signals. And then the ref checks him. And they had to go uh, an audible to the double count out. I'm trying to find out an update on Humberto. This sucked to see Denise. This sucks. Yeah. So I will tell you that this one, based on the timeline of the show and where we were at in this point, this was honestly the best match up in, like, during they were having a good match i liked mm. everything that they were doing like i didn't have a problem whatsoever with this match i was enjoying it and uh unfortunately when i saw that spot happen i knew right away i was like dude something went wrong and it wasn't until i watched the replay where i kind of saw the way that umberto landed and it and uh, you just see like Seamus just landed like right like in that like midsection area where i don't know it just did not look good whatsoever mm. but um Man, I, I'm bummed out. I hope that this isn't anything serious because it kind of felt like they were finally starting to do something with Umberto. So yeah. I, hope, I hope that it's not um, bad where it keeps him out or anything like that because, you know, things like that, the second you're gone for like a couple of months, it ain't easy to come back. I don't know if I've ever seen somebody look right square at the camera and be like, I'm messed up. That one was rough. Yeah, and I think they even, like, made sure to, like, obviously take the camera off of him for a while and focus in more on Sheamus. Yeah. Notice that. And then I almost thought that they were going to do a second replay because they did one replay. And it kind of felt like they were going to about to do a second one, but they didn't go for that second replay. But I did think that they were going to go for it for a second. A, a rough situation, and we definitely hope that he's he gets gets well soon. Or maybe it's just – one of those things that you manage to sleep off or something like that, hopefully. Jimmy Miles says, Priest, Sheamus for U.S. belt at Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. Priest needs to go into the U.S. title program. Get him the hell away from Miz and Morrison. And that, I would take him in any program at this point, honestly. 
Let's talk about that. Miz and Priest again. This is going to be the eighth match in Damian Priest's feud with Miz and Morrison. Priest has beaten Miz in a singles match twice in five minutes or under. John Morrison accepts the stipulation tonight that the winner gets to pick the stipulation for Sunday. Miz isn't happy, but the match is, it's something, it's wild. It was ambitious, Denise, but it was real sloppy. And I'm okay with sloppy fights sometimes, but you could see the spots they were setting up. And there were some that I that I saw pulled off and I couldn't believe it. And then there were some that I was like, ah, that sucks. That didn't work. That that didn't and it recovered by the end of it. I thought it was a watchable match, but it was distraction, distraction, distraction. Why is why is Damian Priest getting caught up with this? What were your thoughts on this match? Well, I actually didn't mind the match itself because I actually enjoyed it. But the problem with me here is that when Damian Priest was backstage and basically talking about the fact that he that they needed to settle the score, or I don't even remember what he said exactly, but basically saying, "Oh, we need to prove that I'm you know the once and for all the winner," and I'm like. Like, what are you talking about? We already know it. That's it. We've already seen this. We've been there. WrestleMania should have been the conclusion. I don't understand why we got to continue seeing this. They really do need to move Damian Priest away from The Miz, away from Morrison. And and, and, you know, and I hate to add Morrison's name to this, honestly, because I like Morrison Priest working together. And if there was an interesting story with them to tell, I would be all in on that because I know that they can have a you know I know that if they were to really be able to go and go at a pay-per-view I think that they could have a phenomenal match but unfortunately just with the inclusion and the incorporation of the Miz it just really really just it brings it brings them down like a bunch of levels especially considering that again he's one of those you know NXT call-ups that gets up there and you're thinking oh this is going to be one of the next top faces and you're like no it's not yeah I loved Damian Priest countering the Spanish fly. He scouted that after he got hit with it. Because, as you know, Denise, they've wrestled 40 fucking times uh, already. But the the hit the lights, Priest finish, best I've seen. Like, John Morrison took that incredibly. It was great. Ken Shiro says Luke may finally go crazy in the review over this. Maybe. Uh, Daniel R. says WWE Creative gets blamed, but two-hour Raw, please. I don't care. That with the talent roster they have, they should be able to come up with something that at least makes sense. Just at least makes sense. Evan Wright says, Sean, are you ready, ready to get Lucha lit? Woof. What did you think about that, Denise? <laughs> you know, okay, my honest opinions. My honest opinions here were, I wonder if Andrade's comments on the fact that there are not enough Latinos being shown on WWE program had anything to do with the fact that we've been seeing Umberto get a storyline. Angel Garza actually having a match last week and, uh, you know, a backstage segment today and giving Lucha Lit, I guess, I don't know if that's what they're going by now, whatever, Lucha yeah. Lit, an actual. Always got to be Lucha something, right? Always got to be Lucha yeah. something. If you are Mexican in WWE, it's got to be Lucha something, Lucha Dragons, Lucha Lit, Lucha House Party. There are other fucking words in the vocabulary to describe Mexican wrestlers besides lucha everything. It is so annoying. I did. I released an interview with the former Sin Cara Hunico today, 
And he was like, oh, it, it's beyond just Latino talent. It's Mexican talent specifically. He was like, look up and down WrestleMania 37. Two nights, zero Mexicans on that card. Not a one. Look at all the Mexican talent in wrestling. They couldn't have got one Mexican talent on there. Unreal. though, all of it, the entire thing. Name any other Mexicans that are doing any major roles. I can't. I mean, I'm sure you will probably think of some. I can't at the moment. But I, I wonder if that, if those comments being made, the recent, you know, uh, media tour that Cinta de Oro has been doing, the comments from Andrade, it does need to be a larger conversation. It really does. And I think that, I hope, I hope that people actually talk about it a little bit more because usually when things are brought to light on social media, at least it's done. But I don't want it to also be done in in, in, uh, in a way that's not sincere where it's like, oh, okay, cool. We're putting up some Latino talent on there. Cool, check mark. Nah, I want it to be uh, whoever gets the spot should be treated with respect and the proper respect, the proper effort that you would do so with any other talent that you put on the shows. And I just don't think there's a not and there's not a loud enough conversation about this. And then also, like one of the things I talk about, too, when I'm watching this type of stuff is they always and I don't know, like how other Latinos feel about this, but this is what I feel, too. They always make us talk Spanglish or make us talk with an accent. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, there's a lot of us that don't always speak Spanglish. We don't all talk with an accent. And that's one of the little things that I've seen and where I'm like, okay, come on. You don't have to like box us in and generalize us into being like a specific way. But what can you do? I mean, I could go on and about this about forever. but I'm Oh, not. we might go on even longer. Uh, check out my interview with Sin Cara, the former Sin Cara today, guys. Uh, he talked about his upcoming book, his WWE release fighting Chris Jericho, Sheamus, and Simon Gotch. Uh, talked about possibly doing MMA. We talk about if WWE will use a new Sin Cara. Talk about the Saudi Arabia trip, Royal Rumble, Andrade's comments. We spoke at length about that. Uh, Cyclops says, reminds me of how WWE says black people love to have fun. And who doesn't love to have fun? Who is like, fun? I mean, Jimmy Van, him, obviously. Wait, he doesn't like to have fun? He hates fun. Vash TS <laughs> says, forget Luke. Sean might go crazy first. I might. I might, buddy. And uh, Vash also, or no, sorry, Rage Lax says, feel bad for Humberto. Just got on TV and now hurt. I do. I feel really bad for him. I, I don't think he was going to win the title, but. Hey, it's this is the, better than sitting in catering. This was the, maybe the best thing I've seen him involved in. It, it was a story. JoJo says, more John Morrison, less Miz, please. I agree. I am done with Miz right now. Very done. We haven't even seen all that Morrison can do. I know. Hey, Denise, do you know if the Miz is having a vasectomy reveal party? Do you happen to know that? Don't they, like, chop off the balls and the cake in the commercial? And then they're, oh, I know that commercial by heart now. Yeah, of course you do. Of course <laughs> you do. Do you know what a papadilla is? I've been wanting a papadilla so bad. I don't. I do. I want a papadilla. I'm so mad at myself that I have not tried yet the papadilla. If you've tried the papadilla, I want to know. No, I, I ain't trying that shit. Why not? Austin, What's wrong papadilla? I'm trying to watch my figure. Austin Pender says, y'all make keeping up with Raw so much more bearable. What's the end game for Miz and Priest? <laughs> Hopefully, Denise, the end game is a match Sunday and not a rematch Monday. But what I think they'll do, by the way, Priest picked a lumberjack match. He said he wanted zombies and aliens there even. 
But you know he's going to beat him on Sunday, and they're going to do it again Monday, and he's going to win again. I was trying to think when they announced the whole stipulation thing. I was like, I wonder what stipulation they're going to do. I couldn't think of a stipulation that would go coincide with this storyline. When they said the lumberjack thing, I thought, all right, cool, whatever. Oh, man. Uh, we have a bunch of random ones. Vash TS says, so an MMA fighter has a record almost as good as Ronda is treated like a joke. It's emblematic of problems in WDB. Well, I know you mean Shayna. She does not have a record anywhere resembling Ronda Rousey's. I'll say that. Maybe if Rousey would have kept fighting, but I, I do get the, I get what you mean. I understand. Bob tells me that he loves Denise's foster kids story. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I posted that today, and it was a really nice like video. Totally different from anything that I've done before. But when they pitched the idea to me, I thought, dude, I got to totally do this story. I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, New Punk Rant says, welcome to Monday Night Dark Elevation. What a two great hours of AEW to get me ready for Wednesday. So glad we got a good wrestling show on Mondays. Uh, thanks for rubbing my nose in it, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, Jamie with a good chat. He says, Carrillo's injury looked like Brett's leg injury, and that had Britt out for quite a while. Um, I, mean, that, I think it fractured her leg or something like that. That was really, really rough. Yikes. Guys, please uh, donate a super chat. I'll get your question or statement right on the air. Evan Wright says, if you want to pop a D in your... Sp- oh, God. You did this, Sean. You cultivated this community. I know. Phoenix and Pinto would be it, so sad in WDB, says Nerd Guru. It's hard for me to disagree. I mean, it definitely seems like it. And the bean kicked in, says we love Denise. Salcedo Mania. You have fans, Denise. <laughs> I have fans. I didn't even know. Oh, man. Please leave a thumbs up. Donate a super chat. All that good stuff, Denise. What's next? Um, Angel Garza and Drew Gulak. So, Are you sensing like a weird vibe with the storyline? Back in my day, when you shoved a rose up somebody's ass and then kicked it even further, that was the feud. That was it. That's a wrap. But Angel Garza says he's going to shove one down his mouth. Hopefully not the same one that was up his ass, Denise. Can we rewind a little bit? Tell me that's just a metaphor. Back in my day, people used to get roses shoved up. (laughs) Back in my day. What day? I've never heard of anybody doing that ever. Cyclops asks why it took you 28 years to eat a Hot Pocket. What kind of Hot Pocket did you eat? I had the Hot Pocket pepperoni for the first time in my entire life. I'd never had a Hot Pocket. They looked really gross, but turns out they're really good. I saw them shouting you out on Twitter. Yeah, they did. I was like, hey. Well, Denise, you know what? You'll be able to buy lots of Hot Pockets if you win WrestleRumble.com's WrestleMania Backlash Pick'em Contest. I almost immediately said Backlash, but, you know, for for the ad, I want this to be, be right. WrestleRumble.com. I play this every single pay-per-view. First place wins $1,000. Second place, $100. Third place, $100. The cutoff time to enter on WrestleRumble.com is 7 Eastern, Sunday the 16th. You get to answer prop questions like, will the Roman Reigns versus Cesaro match be over or under 19 minutes? And which individual wrestler will suffer, suffer the pinfall in the Rhea Ripley-Charlotte-Oscar match? You can check out them on Twitter and Instagram at WrestleRumble. Please check them out. I love WrestleRumble. This is a ton of fun. They, they And this isn't the only contest they do. They do so many. They do like belt giveaways. Hannah, our mod, won like six belts one time. She's won hundreds, I think might be thousands of dollars by now. 
WrestleRumble.com. This stuff is a blast to play. I know Steven Jensen. I see him up on the leaderboard all the time. Not nearly as often as me. But make your picks. If you feel confident, if you think, you know what, WWE is so predictable. I could win money off of it. Here's your chance. It is so much fun. And hey, maybe you're not so interested in the pay-per-view, but you want something to add a little bit more to it. WrestleRumble.com. Uh, they have all kinds of deals for entries. Check it out. You could win a thousand dollars. I love WrestleRumble.com. A joy to my world. You can do uh, that with a thousand dollars. You can. I lost thousand thousands of dollars in the stock market the past couple weeks. Wait, you lost? Oh yeah, I've lost like three, four thousand bucks over the last few weeks. Yeah. Why? One thousand today. One of my stocks just taking a shit, Denise. Oh, that's why I don't mess with that kind of stuff. Cold game. I'm. I mean, I've made more than I've lost in in my in my day of shoving yeah, roses up like asses. Get the money, or is it just like, oh, you have five thousand dollars there? Like, I, I don't get how. Yes, stock it's goes. not. It's not fake money. I'm. I don't have time to educate you on no, the stock that, market. Well, sorry. I just wanted like a concrete answer. Like, hey, do they sell you? Do you actually get this money? Because I'm sorry, but yes, you're sitting you here. You're sitting here telling me, oh, I lost thousands of dollars, but you're saying it so casually. If I lost even five bucks, I would be devastated as hell. Cold game, homie. It's what you get into. You got to know it. Yeah, I mean, and and I invested in a bad stock. That's that's just the unfortunate situation that I'm in. I, do I wish that I had that money? I sure do. I'm trying to buy a house, but I'm just saying, you got. You should sound I, a little I made, more depressed about it. I mean, I made like I made good money last year in the stock market, so. Mm. Well, it, right my face that I'm too dumb to figure out the stock market and invested no money and made no money. Well, life uh, is fair. Sexy Pheasant said, Denise, I know you moved, but what happened to your stuffed animals and the other colorful items in your old bedroom? Are you going to get a, back, a background set up, Denise? At some point. I don't know right now because I'm very creative type of person. So mm. I have to go with my energy and my energy right now. <laughs> It's not taking me to this wall. I look at this wall and there's just a bunch of question marks. I don't know what to do. Oh, I've got I've got a uh, message from Jimmy. Uh, oh, is it because of what you said about him that he doesn't like to have fun? Yeah, he said, I'll remember that the next Vegas trip. Jimmy was very fun during the Vegas trip. I'll say um, that. That we can't know because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It, it sure does. It sure does. My debit card stayed in Vegas. That's for sure. I almost didn't make it back. I had to cancel my debit card on my way out of the out of the the Caesar's Palace. So they wouldn't charge you? No, I I, I just. I lost it on my way from an establishment oh. to the hotel. And let me tell you, I was cut. Oh, an establishment. an establishment. Okay, yeah. okay I'm not that dumb, Sean. Maybe <laughs> visited, not, but I'm not that dumb. I visited Disco Inferno on this night. I'll say that. <laughs> all right, all right. The establishment. I visited Disco <laughs> Inferno. facilities. But I lost my debit card on this night. And I was calling and then trying to add my credit card to my Uber account because I had to Uber to the airport oh it was a nightmare i didn't have cash brandon charles says, considering the greatness of your mean one miss denise video this documentary should be money it is about three four minutes long it might have some music to it too who knows 
Sexy Peasant says, you stole my Jericho Helix joke. I'm heartbroken. Uh, I appreciate it, buddy. I really do. Sean, so I forgot to tell you, I'm not going to be here next week. I have plans. Me, Denise, you and I might meet each other. Uh, we don't know yet. We don't know, we don't know yet. yet. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. That's but- I wasn't even going to tell you. I was just going to like. What's that supposed to mean? I was, because I, I was, I don't know. I was just going to like surprise. It's like su- surprise. Uh, I'll be up there from Friday to Monday, whether I get approved or not. So I don't care. Well, I, feel, I, don't, I don't know. Mike JC says, I wish WWE cared about WWE as much as fans care about WWE. That's how I feel. When people say, oh, well, it's WWE. You really expect? And I go, yeah, motherfucker. I do expect. I do expect them to care. Because that's the bottom, that's that's the the baseline. Uh, pardon my language. I'm trying to clean it up. I'm trying not to curse so much. I'm going to make it my goal. No more F-bombs on the show. Has Miz been in more Lumberjack matches than anyone? Oh, probably. Has I he would really? Say, I would say he so. But I draw stats to get on this. I'll find out how many he's been in. I need, Sean, to you know, fulfill my out. life. <laughs> Oh, what do we have next? RK Bro and New Day defeated AJ Styles, Omos, Elias, and Jackson Riker. New Day hooked up Riddle with, uh, with registration forms for the tag team. And Ryan Martin says, RK Bro is so good. I love Riddle's after line after Randy RKO the New Day, saying, how are you going to have friends if you keep doing that? Riddle and Orton are very funny. I thought there were spots in this match that were real bad. But let's work from the beginning. Riddle thinks that Orton getting hit with tomatoes is hilarious. I love that Riddle is not afraid of Randy. Why would he be? He beat him in a match, Denise. So he's just like, yeah, Randy, it was funny. We'll catch up later, which I thought was very funny, too. What did you think of the, the backstage promo? Not the strongest, that's for sure. We'll catch up later. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. I, I I think for me, what hit the mark more on what I liked about RK Bro is when Randy was doing his entrance, and he's you know he's doing his Randy entrance and uh, on on the ropes, and then and then <laughs> Matt Riddle's on the mat, just like <laughs> doing the exact same thing. I actually thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. And this match, um, Omos, Omos's timing, like you're starting to see his weaknesses. Wasn't even start- that for me. Oh, well, keep going. Sorry. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that. I think considering all the guys that were in this match, I was expecting a little bit more of a banger. This was nothing. I thought it was just a bunch of nothing. I, I did like the finish. New Day are wishboning AJ and dragging him around the ring, and that leads to Omos hitting the bricks. Now, that sets up Elias to get RKO'd and pinned. I thought that was a really brilliant finish. Omos missing Riddle by a mile. There's nothing more Riddle could have done. Riddle suplexing everybody, that was cool. But Omos's weaknesses were really on display here. He's got to be better at that. Has to be. After the match, Orton RKO's... New Day, which I loved. And Riddle's going, how are you going to make friends? This team's here to stay, Denise. They are staying together, and I, I like it. As a as a unit, they're 3-0 and right now. I love it. I, when I think about the pros of what happened on Raw today, I think that Randy RKOing everybody after the match was probably one of the high points on Raw today. That was actually one of the only things that I thought really 
helped move anything forward. Um, Miz has had six lumberjack matches. Six? This will be his sixth, rather. Oh, I, oh. and three of them were in tw- two thousand. Three of them were in two thousand nine, within like four months. So, there you go. Get in those super chat guys. Really appreciate it. Ray Callahan says the RKO Kofi Heat never dies. I love it. That is a good nod. They should dislike each other. Uh, they, they Kofi should think it's funny that that this is this is happening to him. So, sure, sure. The highlight of this show for me was Shelton Benjamin defeating Cedric Alexander. I liked the story of this match. I really wish that they would stop wearing the Hurt Business colors like they're 23-year-old still wearing a, a high school letterman's jacket. But, Denise, you seem unimpressed. You're like this. You're like, what? This didn't impress me at all. Well, I listen to Taylor Swift albums all the time. I bring Taylor up. You see, people always say I bring her up. Look at you bringing her up, not me. But I'm sorry, Sean. I have to respectfully disagree with you. No, it's okay. You can be wrong all you want. I thought the match was good. That was The match was perfectly yeah. fine. I actually really enjoyed it. But I didn't think that it was a good sign that Cedric lost this match because no. it feels to me that the breakup, them breaking up from the Hurt Business, this breakup, and then them breaking up as a tag team makes me feel that they necessarily didn't do it for a reason or with the purpose or with the intention of maybe pushing Cedric Alexander, but rather just to break them up and that's it. So this to me just confirms it a little bit more. And it also, it also lets me know that next week I'm going to see this match again. And then Cedric will win. This should have happened on backlash. They should have just done it on backlash. Why not? Do I need to see the Miz and Damian priest again? No. Could I see a tag team that was tag team champions split up facing each other? Yes, and it was good. Uh, Cedric's offense was amazing. Like he delivered it with intention. Everything hit really well. And then that that quick turning point was Shelton doing the step up knee. Now the story of this match that I thought was brilliant was that Cedric, even though he wasn't the veteran, he learned all of Shelton Benjamin's moves, all of his tactics, everything. So every time that Shelton would go for the pay dirt, which uh, Cedric has seen a million times, it would get thwarted. So in order to beat Cedric, he busted out a move that we haven't seen him do in 10 years, the T-bone suplex, the move that won him a bunch of intercontinental titles and U.S. titles. And I think it beat Triple H at one point, or maybe, maybe it was Orton. It beat all of Evolution at some point. And I thought that was just such a great nod. It was a great bell-to-bell story. Now, you're right. We're going to see this again, and Cedric's going to win. But for the night, in a vacuum, as it is right now, I thought it was a really good story, especially the bell-to-bell. I just thought that was really brilliant because we don't see a lot of stories told bell-to-bell here. And uh, I thought that was a good one. But, Denise, you're, you're a snob, so... I'm sorry. Thumbs down. I'm just not easily impressed by any little thing. Mm, you should be very impressed by this tonight. Uh, Ray Callahan Jr. says, Shelton for Money in the Bank. He helped build those early years of Money in the Bank, and him pestering Bobby for a while was a case. It'd be really fun. I would love it. Shelton Benjamin was my last favorite wrestler, but I don't think it's happening. No, I just think that it should be somebody that hasn't necessarily had an opportunity and could 
do something. We need we need new faces. We need new talent. And that's just point blank my answer there. Mike JC says Orton said I got three RKOs tonight, and that's it. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, Jinder Mahal's back. He returned on main event last week. Denise, main event was more newsworthy than Raw last week. Are you, you had- I didn't even watch. I don't oh, yeah. watch main events. So I, I watch it. Go. I watch everything. Mustafa Ali and Ricochet had a really good match. They built it up with promos. It was good. And we had the return of Jinder Mahal. We had the return of Jeff Hardy. And we had the debut of Veer and Shanky, who WWE Network's Twitter called Skanky, Denise. They did? They called him Skanky. I've got the screenshot of it. I'm going to pull it up. His name is. I saw people leaving the word skanky in my comment section. I was like, what's the joke? What did I miss? Skanky, they called him. His (laughs) name is Shanky. Now, I'm going to have some news on why Indu Share is a little bit different. Did they delete it, though? I don't know. I haven't seen yet. But uh, Shanky has replaced Sarav, who is a member of Indu Share. But I'm going to have some news on this act soon. Jinder looks good, but I'll tell you, immediately they made him look bad because he goes, Nothing smells better than fresh competition. So what do they do, Denise? They book him against the guy he beat on main event four days ago. Sean, in the nicest way possible, it's 2021. I'm sorry, but I do not want to see Jinder Mahal versus Jeff Hardy. Not only is that something I don't want to see, but I'm sorry. Have they been doing anything respectable with Jeff Hardy at all in like the last, I don't even know, however, months, year, whatever? They haven't done any. They've made him look terrible. They made him look yes, not good, Sean. So it's like, why would you put, why would you make me they need to get look if you're going to be making this big return with gender maha put him up against somebody else and poor jeff hardy he deserves better than this he deserves i don't know something else not this and then hold on hold on not only that they're also repeating a match from main event so it's like not it's not something that i was interested in to begin with and then when i found out that it had already taken place in main event that's even worse yeah it was bad i mean the match I'm okay with. I don't mind gender getting a push. I don't mind him getting this muscle. I'll tell you this. Ain't neither one of those two boys TV ready that are standing behind him. Neither one of them. But uh, also, gender struggled a little bit with the Coloss. I love that move. But, like, Jeff did not help him at all with that move. Feed the arm a little bit. That way, gender doesn't have to go, hey, where's your wrist? Poor gender. Evan Wright says Jeff can't get a story without being a drunk. Yeah, and they'll probably do it again. Jinder will come out and be like, Jeff, you're a drunk. Let's wrestle. And then they'll they'll have him beat Jeff again. So we talk about all these people sitting sitting and catering. I'm sorry, but I've seen what Jinder Mahal can do. Seen it, been there, done that. I don't need to see this whole big push again. I'm sorry. I'm going to hinder the gender. There's other people that can deserve an opportunity that haven't got an opportunity that I'm curious. What can they do? Think of all whoever else is back there sitting and catering. Why am I seeing Jinder Mahal again? And I'm, I feel bad. I don't mind seeing Jinder Mahal, but I just, nah, I'm not interested. 
I think there's a story to be told with he and Drew that was not told last year, but with the title out of the equation. Who cares? Like somebody will care. care. I mean, I it's, don't their, care. it's their job to make you care, Denise. That's the point. I they're supposed they're supposed to craft an interesting story to make you care. So if you're saying I don't care right now, that's their job. They're supposed to make you care. It's they're supposed not to make you look, happen though. I, it doesn't matter. They're supposed to do it, and the fact that you don't have confidence in that is is an it. It is a perfect example of how bad this show is because they should be able to do that with people you don't care about. I do on other shows. They do it all the time. I did not care about Roman Reigns a year ago or a year and a half ago. Now I think he's the best thing in wrestling. Do I think that's going to happen with Drew and gender? No, but it's their job to make you care. I have zero faith that in a year I'm going to care or I, you know what? I have zero faith that in a month I'm going to care. Mike JC says nothing brings fear into fear like a guy named Shanky. Uh, what about a guy named Skanky? How about that? Norm says I have a cousin named Shanky. Good night and love you guys. But thank you, Norm. Uh, Dylan Colonza says my goat should not be subjected to this hell. Nerd Guru I'm says sorry. Her, I the Hardys. My statement. The Hardys need to end their careers in AEW, even uh, not as a team. Like Jeff versus Darby is a must at some point. Please, I think Jeff and Matt will end their careers together at some point. They'll have the Legends run at some point. Guys, we are reaching the home stretch. This is the main event. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Please donate a super chat. It would mean a lot because this show did not mean a lot. Also, check out my interview with Sinkara today. I also I interviewed the Bushwhackers a long time ago, but I wanted to wait until after Bushwhacker Luke hit seven decades in wrestling. Seven right. decades. So that's going up this week. We talk about ECW. They were in ECW, if you all believe it. We talk about family matters. All kinds of cool stuff. <sighs> so MVP's backstage trying to get Braun Strowman to take out Drew before tonight's match. And Drew and Lashley have a really good match. They beat the crap out of each other. They've got really good chemistry, Denise. And then Braun ruins it. First off, anytime I see Lashley do that spot into the ring post, I love it. Such a cool spot. Drew hits a Claymore on Lashley. And Braun's music hits. And instead of just pinning... Lashley, Drew's like, what? Now, keep in mind, the distraction was supposed to be a story of this match, Denise, because the story is Drew took his eyes off Lashley for a split second at WrestleMania. He didn't even do the traditional distraction. So as a result, MVP's out there yelling the whole time. He's banging on stuff. He's trying to create that split second distraction. I love that story. That's cool. But the fact that it's Braun and Drew had just hit his finish. Lay on the dude for three seconds. What? This is so dumb. I was waiting for Braun to come out the entire match because I seriously thought they were going to do the exact same thing that they did with the women. I, I was just expecting it. That was it. Like I went into this match to truth, truth be told, I didn't care because it's hard for me to care when I've already seen something. I'm sorry. It's just, it, there's already a predisposed notion in my head saying you shouldn't even care at this moment. So that took away from me from this match. The match was perfectly okay, 
but it wasn't enough to completely blow me away to say, you know what? There's a, there's been a lot of times, Sean, where I go into a match and I think to myself, I don't care. I'm not interested. And then I'm watching. I'm like, oh, nice. Like they really brought me into the match. I don't necessarily think I got that one from this main event here. Um, but again, I was waiting for Braun to come out the entire time just because I was already like pre-booking this match myself uh, when he did come out and finish it was a fine finish if it wasn't something that we were we weren't constantly seeing all the time it would have definitely worked if again if it wasn't something so overplayed but i mean i don't mind the incorporation in braun in any of this i really don't mind it yeah i mean I'm, i'm fine with that it switches it up i think the match this sunday will kick ass i think it'll be really good rob wilkins says why did they not put verk on main event 205 live before raw seems really dumb that was just the deal. Vince wanted a new guy for Raw specifically. Uh, Evan Wright says, Braun has go-away heat from his Lance Archer stuff. Not, hardly anybody even remembers that stuff. Like, no, If you're holding that against them, people say dumb stuff all the time. Uh, people who were not on Raw tonight, the Viking Raiders, Mansoor, T-Bar, Mace, Ricochet, Mustafa Ali. Uh, the 24-7 title has not been on the show for a long time. There's a lot to still work with, Denise, and they are just same old, same old. Well, guys, if you don't want the same old, same old, check out the SmackDown post show this week. Jeremy's gone. We've got SP3. He is fantastic. You want to check him out. You want to give him some love this Friday right after SmackDown. But we've got the post-AEW show, 10, 10 p.m. Eastern this week as well fightfulselect.com guys i'm telling you i am sitting on so many scoops i just gotta unleash them gotta unload them and i'm gonna unload them all over you guys at fightfulselect.com subscribe denise what do you got going on youtube.com slash denise salcedo come show some love on there seriously that is my baby also I have like a million jobs and they all get promoted on Twitter. So please head on over to, oh, I'm starting a new job this week, by the way. I know. know. (laughs) Um, Anyways, uh, non-wrestling related either. Anyways, twitter.com slash underscore Denise Salcedo. Please head on over there. I'm 700 followers away from 20K. And I don't think I'm going to hit it by the time it's my birthday. So I'm pushing. Well, I'm going to try. And if I don't get there, then I'll push it for the end of the month. Come on, guys. Help help Denise hit it. Help Denise hit it hard. Annoying, though. So I try not to post every day like, oh, I need this many to hit this many. Because I feel like I'm annoying my own self. So I don't try to push it every day. But, you know, I try sporadically spreading it out. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. I promote everything on there, all the shows and everything. Help Denise hit it hard. Also, I'm trying to get to 69,000 followers by NBA Free Agency Day. I'm 1,300 away. But, guys, we have a uh, Eclipse channel as well. We've got, uh, like, a a clip that's doing monster numbers over there, the Bret Hart clip, where he talks about the easiest wrestlers to work with. It's YouTube.com slash Fightful Scraps. It's clips from a lot of our interviews, a lot of our shows. Sometimes we re-upload our Twitch content over there as well. Please check that out. Uh, it would really mean a lot. Aiden O'Donnell says, my mom went to dinner with the Bushwhackers in the 80s. She says they were very nice gentlemen. Made sure they got home safely. They are incredibly nice gentlemen. They're they're wonderful people. I really, really like talking to them. It's a good time. Guys, until next time. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.